I am master of my own destiny. You cannot fill a cup from an empty vessel. With awareness, rebellion is born. We are all perfectly flawed. It's the empowerment that shows us how to embrace that. Are you ready to embrace your flaws? Join us. There is a seat at our table. Hello, beautiful soul. And we are here for our Sunday session with Mimi. Because let me tell you, she's been talking in my ear a lot lately. And so this is Terry. And as usual, on Sundays, you'll either get Terry, Tammy, or Lauren, one of your three hosts from Perfectly Flawed. And today, you pulled the Terry card. So speaking of pulling cards, that is one of the things that I love to do is pull cards and get messages from the universe. Um, I also love to read. And so I thought that I would welcome you in ask you to take a seat at the table with me, and we could look at some of the cards I've pulled today. So I have two decks with me today. One is my Goddess Guidance Oracle cards from Doreen Virtue that are on loan from Lauren. And the other one is my Pathway to Healing cards from Brian L. Weiss, a gift from Lauren. So let me start with the healing cards. I pulled two healing cards. The first one was... Experience is more powerful than belief. What you were taught when you were a young child might be true or not. When you experience, then you know. I trust in the wisdom of my experiences. And that's going to be really, really important because one of the topics I want to talk about or one of the things I want to bring in is a couple of books that I have that I've been reading. And um, one of them talks about the experiences that you have as a young child and what may or may not have shaped who you are today or um, who you're not today, depending on what happened. Second card that I pulled from Brian Weiss was, don't let people or outside events determine your peace of mind. Deep within me is a solid core of calm and peace. And we can return to that solid core of calm and peace anytime we want because we're carrying it with us. We just have to work it like a muscle and learn how to control it and how to bring it forth when we need it. Because let's face it, it's easy to lose your cool. So um, our Tuesday episode will give you some self-care tips from Tammy. We did a great interview, and I would love to see you there. But for today, I want to talk about a few things. When I pulled the Doreen Virtue cards, um, there was three of them. However, one of them is very important, and that is Oracura, or blossoming. You are just getting started, so have patience with yourself and the process and do not give up. And that was the past card that I pulled from the goddess set. Um, And I think that's so important because we lose patience with ourselves. We rush ourselves and we think we're not doing well enough because we don't think perfectly flawed is good enough. 
but it is because it's your journey. And if you are doing the best you can in every moment, then you're doing great, which brings me to something interesting. One of the books that I've been reading lately is called The Four Agreements, and it's a Toltec wisdom book. Um, It was written by Don Miguel Ruiz, and it's really, really funny. Like I said, I'm channeling Mimi on the wall in the studio, which was my mom's bedroom, which some of you know that, some of you don't. We lost my mom a year ago, and the studio that we record in was my mom's bedroom, and it is where she where she passed away um, in our arms, which is amazing. So you have to take the good with the bad. Um, on her wall, she has the four agreements, and so I thought that I would read you the four agreements because I think they're really important to what we're talking about, and then I want to talk to you about a book that I have that my daughter gave me that has some amazing, amazing insight into it. So the four agreements are be impeccable with your word, speak with integrity, say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. And the fourth agreement, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstances, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. And again, that was from The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it is so, so important that we always do our best. And I think that that makes the others a little easier to do Um, When he talks about being impeccable with your word and um, different things, he talks about the agreements that we've made with ourselves. And we may not feel like we've made any type of agreements. We may feel like some of the things that we do are really, really deeply rooted in our childhood and what we experienced and what we went through. Um, And that's true. But it's all a part of what we have to go through in life. And if we can go back to those agreements without judging ourselves for making them and start breaking them, as he points out, if you have not read this book, you owe it to yourself to get the four agreements and read it. Um, If you can start breaking those, then you open up room for something more positive. So basically, if you have a lot of negativity and you can open up room for positivity, you can get rid of the negativity, right? So ways to do that, what Don Miguel Ruiz suggests is that we can break little agreements. Like for me, I kind of went back to the first card that I read to you and that was um, the experience 
is more powerful than belief. What you were taught when you were a young child might be true or not when you experience then you know. And I often think back to some of the childhood experiences that I've been through and some of the things that shaped the way that I believed life was when in actuality, had I been older, had I been more confident, which is going to be a big topic, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about confidence, but we are going to have somebody who is a much more, who ha- knows a lot more in the su- on the subject in about a month. I've scheduled someone in who's going to come in and talk to you. She is actually a confidence coach, and she's going to give us some pointers. Um So when we're children, we're really not very confident. Um, We are at one point so uncaring that we are very confident and we do everything. But then adult voice sneaks in and comes in and says, stop, you are wrong. I am right. Because we always want to be right. We always want to prove somebody else wrong because it makes us right. Because our brain wants to make sure that we are right. Because if we're right, then we're safe. And our brain wants us to be safe. But in being right, we forget to listen and we forget to grow and we lose patience with people and we give up too quickly and we don't even get to the cherry center because we forgot to savor where we were going from there. Um, Sometimes we just, we are in a world where it's about rush, 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 get everything done, put everything on your list and check it all off. And sometimes it's about a little chaos and a lot of breathing, you know, rushing to get a bunch of stuff done, but then having that time to breathe and let in that positive, positive energy and get outside into nature and accept what the world is giving to us, which is positivity if we want it or negativity if we're drawn to it. But we can choose We can choose to read a book that takes us out of our worry, that gives us that few minutes to get to where we need to be. Or we can say, you know what? I am worth taking these 10 minutes, going into that store, getting myself a dollar lemonade and going down to the beach and sitting there and enjoying myself for a few minutes and watching nature and watching the birds and watching the fish or whatever else is going on. We deserve that. We owe it to ourselves to give us better experiences. Because like I said, as children, we really do accept what the older generation or our parents or our authorities say we should. And let's talk about that. Do we always need to listen to what somebody else says? I think we're spending way too much time on listening to what everybody else has to say instead of working on our own selves and getting to the core, which again, one reason why we invite you to come on to the podcast, to join us and to share your voice because we all need to listen. And I may be here talking But I love to have you here so I can listen and you can give your point of view. And Lauren and Tammy loved for the same thing. We all love to have everybody come in and speak. And we like to listen. We also like to talk. Let's face it, everybody wants to talk. But 
listening is something that's a lost art that we all need to regain, that we all need to find and we need to get back to, and that's listening. And giving space for others to live and exist without judgment. Um, Another book that I brought with me that actually leads into the confidence topic that I wanted to talk or touch on, because again, I've got an expert coming. Um, And the book that my daughter gave me is called Radically Unfinished, and it's written by Erin Fisher. It's one woman's project to find authentic, uncomplicated confidence. And let me tell you, this woman's book is amazing. She's not the person who I've got coming. Sorry, that would be amazing. However, the woman who I do have coming is amazing in her own right and has spent many, many, many years working on confidence. And let me tell you, I have seen her blossom in the last year in amazing ways, and I just can't get over it. So anyway, Radically Unfinished by Erin Fisher. Um is a book that I started reading and my daughter actually met Erin Fisher. And based on the book, I hope someday that I get to do the same. I hope I get to meet this this amazing woman. So let's talk about what she wrote. She wrote in the beginning of her book, My Lens. And let's face it, we always rush to the book. We don't even read what starts the book. This isn't even a regular page. It's just part of the preface. So I wrote this book for all women, but I want to share that my lens impacts my confidence. You see, my lens is being a speaker, a traveler, a former camp director, a lover of nonprofit work, a kid-friendly aunt with no kids, and a woman who has collected stories from over 21,000 people in my audiences. As you read, I implore you to use your own lens so you can find your stories and your own pattern to authentic confidence. So... What an amazing quote from Aaron Fisher that is. Um, And so important because we're always looking at everything from our own lens. And sometimes we forget that and we throw our own lens onto somebody else and we give them our opinion when they really didn't need it or want it or maybe it wasn't warranted. Um, And sometimes we can kill their confidence that way. So I really was really, really interested in this book, I read it once and I'm rereading it again because you always find extra stuff on the second read, right? Um, And I, I got to a page here where she talks about a conversation she has with a really, really great friend of hers who they'd kind of, she was, Aaron was starting to change the relationships in her life because for every part of our life, we need different things in our relationships. And Sometimes when our confidence grows, we realize that we deserve more. And what we, what she describes in here and what I feel like we forget to do is that we just fall into what our pain is and what our problem is. And we never put ourselves, or we very infrequently put ourselves into other people's shoes. You know, what is the old saying? Walk a mile in someone else's shoes. We, we never do that. We really don't. Um, and I think basically what she learned in this encounter with her friend was that they had both made mistakes, that the friend also felt somewhat deserted. Um, and they were when once they got real and they had a real conversation, they were able to actually genuinely apologize for what they had each done. And it changed, I think, their their whole friendship. And 
One of the things she says in here is that one of my mentors, Carla, told me to mind my recorder. And that was really poignant for me because it also related to the Don Ruiz book. And that is that we have a recording in our heads of what we believe is true about our own selves, about what we've, and we come at our lives from that lens. And sometimes it's something that maybe our mother said that maybe she wanted to bite her tongue off after she did. Maybe she didn't even mean it, but we take it to heart and we all of a sudden make it part of our story and part of what we believe to be true when in fact it's not. Um, today for me was the first day that I have ever been confident enough to sing in front of someone else. I can send you a video. I can send you a voice message, but to actually sing in the presence of someone else does not happen that often. And lately I found that my voice just, and I think you heard it last week or the week before. Yeah, it was last week, wasn't it? When I sang, let it go for you. Um, I found that my voice is coming out and I may have even told you last week that that was one of the things that my mom said to me was how my voice sounded awful. It used to be pretty, but it was awful because I had earphones in and I didn't take it at the time for what it was worth. I took it to heart and I really got hurt. And in that minute, if I had stopped and looked at the situation and looked at what was going on. I might have been like singing at the top of my lungs and dancing around the house. And she might have just gotten off of like a 12 hour nursing shift. And she might have been so tired that she couldn't stand hearing my voice or she might have had a migraine. Who knows? I wasn't looking at it from her lens. I was looking at it from mine. And I took it and I quieted my voice for many, many years. And I didn't let anyone hear my voice. And I think for many years, she was trying to tell me that that wasn't quite what she meant. But it's hard to go back and admit we were wrong or to change something because even after we say it, I'll never forget there was this one time when I came running into the room and I saw my mother and I looked at her and I went, oh my gosh, mom, are you pregnant? You're glowing. And all she heard was, oh my gosh, mom, are you pregnant? And she immediately replied with, I'm not pregnant. What am I, fat? Thanks a lot. You just ruined my whole day. And she stormed out of the room. And I don't think she ever heard the you're glowing part. Something about her that day, she just had this amazing glow. And I felt like something amazing had happened. But somewhere it got lost in the lens. And she didn't see the amazing part of the moment. And we all do that because we are so stuck in our own pain and in our own problems and what we went through. Believe me, read those four agreements and you will start to see what a small little thing in your very, very, very young childhood could have done to change your life in the good or the bad. And each one of them has to be accepted for where it is and where you are. And you have to move on with confidence and grace and say, this is who I am. I'm Terry, and I am a recovering addict. And I haven't been an addict for many, many, many years. And actually, I was literally just tested not less than two days ago. And I passed the test with flying colors because I am not that person anymore. And I don't 
resort to that behavior. But it's a reminder that at any minute that could happen if you don't continue to work on yourself help and your personal development and you're working on the wounds from your childhood that we all have, those emotional wounds that hurt so bad when we touch them because they're just, they're still raw and we tried to cover them up, but it didn't work. And instead of fixing them, we just covered them up. So we have to peel away those layers of that onion and get to that raw and real interior. Holy mackerel, let's talk about raw and real. When you realize that you just did a video and you post it to your Instagram TV and you're so proud of yourself for putting it out there because you were only wearing a towel and you realize that it went right onto your public face or your public page on Instagram and that it's right on your feed where everybody in business looks. Mistake? I think not. I think it was actually divine intervention allowing me to get out there and show my perfectly flawed self and let everybody else know it's okay to be perfectly flawed. It's okay not to have perfect teeth. It's okay not to have perfect hair. It's okay not to have perfect nails. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay to be perfectly flawed. So I want to get to something that really, really touched me when I was reading this book by Aaron Fisher. And it's funny because sometimes you just need what somebody else has underlined for you. And my daughter had done just that. So let me read you an excerpt from this book. What I learned along the way is that women are a lot like old beautiful houses, the ones we buy on HGTV with all of the charm and character, the homes with multiple shades of gray and chic curtains. But inside, many of them are suffering. It's the pipes, the electrical work, the roof, and everything else in between. These women seem to have it all together. But when asked how they are really doing, they share that they suffer from anxiety and depression. They feel like imposters, feel inadequate, are preferring perfection over growth, and so much more. They are sitting silently, so fearful that the real version will be too much for someone else. So they hide it, and they don't name it or own it. And I want that to stop. Aaron Fisher, I agree with you. I want that to stop, too. So she has a really great excerpt at the end, and I feel like this is so much about what her book is about, and that is, I must practice confidence every single day. It is like eating healthy and exercising. I am making a lifelong commitment. Thank you, Erin Fisher, because you know what? Everything we do for the betterment of ourselves is a lifelong commitment. It is a lifelong work. We work on it until the day we die. And we're all dying because we're all going to die. But while we're alive, we need to live and we need to go out there and we need to find that confidence. And if you don't know how to find it, you need to send us a message because we need to connect you with our confidence coach. We need to connect you with someone who can help you. If you need advice on who to go to for a professional, I know of at least three women that are in my Empowered Sisters group who would be happy to either speak with you in their professional, um, in a professional capacity at their offices, or 
recommend someone who can. Or maybe you're just looking for a coach. Maybe that's what you need. And there are so many of us out here. There are so many coaches out here who really have the time to sit and listen to you. So maybe that's all you need. Maybe you just need a coach. But if you need something more, reach out. Because although I'm not a doctor, there are so many out there. There are so many therapists out there that together we can find the name of one for you if that's what you need. But let's start working on our confidence. Let's start realizing that no matter what, it's okay. It doesn't matter if you have bad teeth, if you go out there in your towel, if you wear a silly hat, or if you just exude your silly, silly self. Go out there and have fun. Because when you're having fun, it's so much easier to build your confidence. It's so much easier when you are looking for positivity, when you are looking for a positive solution to what the world has going on. Stop falling into the negative traps. Stop watching the news and getting into all that negativity. Turn on a podcast, pick up a book, find something that can instill positivity into you and that can help you grow confidence in your life. Because actually, confidence and pain are directly related. If you can change your life in small ways, you can even tackle that. And that's a big topic that I want to tackle. I want to tackle how people deal with pain and what our options are. And that is going to be a full podcast episode. So thanks for listening on this Sunday. And please come take a seat at my table, at our table. Thank you so much for gracing our table with your presence today. Please don't forget to share this with your friends, family, and loved ones if you feel it will resonate with them. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and follow for updates on the next episode posting. Check out the show notes to find out what our handles are. Have a great day.